What's up, everybody, and happy less professional bonus episode day. Not that any of my episodes are professional in any way, but uh, Baron and Bailey got new toys, and uh, I'm just going to leave it in there. And Baron's in the uh, studio with me today, and he's got a new little pig toy, so you might hear some oinks in the background. Um, and he's awesome, so I'm not going to take it away from him. And this is a bonus episode, so that's okay. <laughs> and today's episode, I'm going to be kind of revamping, not revamping, but like going back over last Wednesday's topic. So um, after listening back over to it, I was kind of like, I didn't really get into the the details that I necessarily wanted to. So that's what today's episode is. So stay tuned. Hello and welcome, everyone. I'm your host, Brody Fry, and here we dive deep into difficult questions. We'll map out thoughts, theories, and crazy ideas for the love of knowledge and growth. So, how do we answer some of the mind's toughest questions? This is the Mind Hiking Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Yes, another stupidly relentless episode because I'm being stupidly relentless on this topic. Just kidding, that was a stupid joke. But uh, you guessed it again, I got another chocolate milk. And this time, not Ovaltine, this time I got Hershey's. And uh, still pretty good. Love it. And it's in a wine glass too, so maybe I'll take a photo of that and post that on Instagram because it's kind of it's goofy looking, but... I still like it. I feel fancy, but also I'm drinking chocolate milk. So you got the mature adult and the childish drink all mixed into one. It's like a perfect balance. <laughs> it's awesome. Love it. Love chocolate milk. Um, if you don't like chocolate milk, again, like I said before, that's totally fine. But if you are too old, you think you're too old for chocolate milk, Get out of here. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, don't get out of here. But I love chocolate milk, and I love growing older, but not up. And uh, that's a little Jimmy Buffett quote. So God bless RIP Jimmy Buffett. I grew up listening to him. He's awesome. Um, huge, huge Jimmy Buffett fan, and and we lost him, sadly. Um, when this episode gets released, it was a couple weeks back. But um, yeah, terrible. He was awesome and definitely a big influence on a lot of my thoughts because a lot of times I found myself like out on the porch just listening to Jimmy Buffett and just like thinking, thinking about life and stuff. And he has a lot of deep lyrics and he's like, a perfect blend. He's like that childish wise man. And it was, it's just a really cool blend. Didn't take life too seriously, but he was, he was very wise. And, and it's just like, you can just feel that in so many of his lyrics. And, and, uh, I'm a huge lyrics guy. Like, like Katie and I always talk about this too. Like she'll share a song with me and I'm just like, like she'll just be like, I love this song. Isn't this song so cool? And then I'm I listen to it. And I'm like, this is a breakup song. And she's like, oh well, don't listen to the lyrics. I just like the beat. And I'm like, 
how can I not listen to the lyrics? <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm just more of a a lyrics guy. I like like words. Words mean mean more to me than than the sound. So I don't know. Personal preference. That's just me. But uh, yeah, no, just uh, just being young at heart is just such a such a cool thing, and you just don't get that nowadays. Everybody's so stuck up and snobby and it's just like lighten up. <laughs> I just love being childish. I love, I, I see making jokes as taking risks. Like in a lot of times, I would say probably majority of the times I take a risk, I fail. <laughs> but it's like those times where you get the whole room to laugh, that that's what you live for. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do. And it's, I just love that. Like I'll take all the failures it takes to make the whole room laugh one time and and it's great. I like I'll have I'll ha- I've had the whole room turn and stare at me way more times than I've even gotten one person to laugh, but it's all that like life, all that struggle is totally worth it for that one time you get everybody to laugh. So it's a it's a cool thing. It's uh it's all full circle. Everything works together. It's 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 just so funny how, how everything everything comes around and everything there's so many patterns in life like that. But uh getting onto the relentless, stupidly relentless topic. <clears throat> Kinda wanted to start this with the that theme because I that's how I started the first one. This is gonna be like a remastered version. But uh, listening to that, I, I got heavily sidetracked and I had some good points, but the first episode that I did, this first Stupidly Relentless, which was episode 49, I believe. Yes, episode 49. Um, and that one, good, but not where I wanted to go when I first originally planned it, um, which I don't really plan it. It's more of like I think about what I want to talk about, and then I like throw on the mic, see what happens, and and then review it the next day. And uh, when I reviewed it, I'm like, that's not where I wanted to go with it, but it's still halfway decent. So many of my other episodes I thought were garbage and I like was like, whatever, I'll post it anyways. And then it turned out people liked them. So I let that one go also. But this one, um, I wanted to wanted to talk more specifically about getting back up again. Like sometimes life just likes to kick your fucking ass. <laughs> I I've gotten my ass handed to me on a silver platter way too many times to count and uh and life just likes to really just hand it to you and um and yeah just push you down knock you down but where I wanted to go originally with stupidly relentless is getting back up again like not knowing when to quit and finding success through that route because, and I said this in the first one, some, some successful people aren't lucky. Some su- successful people aren't skilled or good. Some of them are just stupidly relentless. And they just multiply their failures, just like the jokes that I started with, and until you get that one success. And, and a lot of times, that's all it takes is the one time. And you just fail enough times that it, it works. It happens. And that goes for, like like I also said, the patterns thing. You just, 
in life when if you're training to do anything like if you want to be a professional basketball player or whatever and you just keep shooting hoops and it's just like you just fail 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 and then you just like you want to get better you just multiply your failures and you just keep practicing that's what practice is you fail while you're practicing so that way when you actually when it's game day and it's game time you don't you're you've gotten that experience it's like there's another quote and again i'm doing this off the top of my head and i don't exactly remember how it goes or how the original one was but it was something along the lines of uh the more you sweat and practice the less you bleed in battle something along those lines where basically what what it's saying is you practice you hone your skills you you develop your skills you gain experience the best you can prior to whatever it is the big day whatever it is that's going on or a lot of times like it's something that's not expected but like i've talked about before like my carried my concealed carry where like you practice you practice shooting you practice carrying and then like that's that's something that you can't plan for like so it's like things like that where the more you practice the more comfortable you get the less likely you will be to fail when the time comes when something is actually necessary and like if for like a warrior you're you practice with your sword, you, you practice on a dummy, you practice with dummy swords with an actual other swordsman, and, and you really practice like that, or any sort of martial arts too, sparring and stuff like that, where uh, you just sweat more in practice with that experience and then bleed less in battle because <laughs> you worked so hard at it. And, and that's, that's so so key because a lot of people feel like when things aren't going their way when life isn't working out the way they wanted it that they think that they're a failure or they think that like what's the point or like it's not worth it kind of thing but really that is that that could just be your practice that could be you gaining your experience or multiplying your failures it could be any of these things but you, that's what's necessary for you to achieve what you want or like multiplying those failures, you know, the next, the success could be right around the corner and, and you'll never know if you stop. And like, <laughs> this is going to be a really stupid example for the younger crowd, but like there's this game Minecraft that I used to play and it's like, it's just like, I think everybody knows what Minecraft is, but basically like, it's like a crafting mining game. And like, I always loved digging, mining, mining ore and stuff. And it's like just digging through blocks underground. And it's like, you're always looking for caves or gold or diamonds or something like that. And, um, and I just like found myself addicted to continuing, like, cause I'm like, I could dig, 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 dig through blocks, blocks, blocks. And then all of a sudden, like, if I stop and, like, walk away, like, I'll just, like, turn back around and be like, I could have stopped at a point where, like, the next block could break through to a cave. Or, like, if I stop now, the next block could be, 
like there could be an ore or like a, a diamond or gold right behind this block. Like if only I were to just dig one more block and it's, it's like that kind of thing. I guess, I guess it's like, like if, uh, if you have kids and, and it's like past your kid's bedtime and they're doing something specific and it's just like, they're like five more minutes kind of thing. You know, it's, it, I guess it's kind of like that where it's like, just like a little more, like if, if only kind of thing. But like, I think that's a, I think that's kind of a crucial learning experience or learning time because it's like, I feel like, I mean, we'll see when the time comes when I have children, but I feel like that would be a great opportunity for a learning lesson because like a lot of times in my life, like I'll find learning lessons for myself or learning lessons where I'll be like, or I'll see it out, out in public. I'll see learning lessons for children and I'll be like, Oh, if that was my child, like <clears throat> golden op opportunity for a learning lesson. And like, just to be able to explain something or talk something through and those moments where you least expect it are the ones that stand out. And like for an example in my own life, there was a time that was just like any other, like <clears throat> it's stuck in my head now, like however many years later, like how many years later, probably like, I mean, we're probably like 18, 19 years later. I, I don't even know, but either way, um, I remember I wanted to play video games. I was really young and I wanted to play video games and I was doing something and uh, my sister Stephanie and I were going to play and I was like, Steph, you want to go put the disc in and turn the system on? I got to go finish blah, 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 whatever. And where, where our TV was set up was in the other room, but could still be seen by my father in the living room. So he could watch TV and he could also see our TV and like watch us. And, um, and so when I, she like got everything ready and then I finished up whatever I was doing and then I think she had to go to the bathroom or something. She she walked away for something and I I walked up to the system and um and I saw she put the wrong C D in. And I was just like, Hey Steph, you put the wrong disc in. Like I was trying to like yell at her, like not yell at her aggressively, but more like try to tell her that she was wrong. And then my dad from the living room was like, Hey Brody, come here. And I was like, Yeah. I walked over there and, um, and he was like, Brody. And he like sat me down. He's like, there's going to be times in life like these where you find yourself running into mistakes that other people made or, um, things where people unintentionally made errors or messed up or something like that. And, and it's opportunities like this where, you're presented a choice and you could either you could either make them feel bad about themselves or look bad because if Steph finds out that she put the wrong disc in all all that's going to do is make her feel bad and it's not going to get anything and then she's going to be like frustrated with you because you pointed it out kind of thing or your other choice is you could swap the disc for her and not tell her. And then everything's good. And 
she's happy because she feels feels good, goes on about her life, and and then you can just feel good inside knowing that that you just did something. And he continued this story by saying, "Here's an example. It would be like if there's a blind lady crossing a street with like a seeing eye dog or." has that little walker stick in front of her. And there's like a a big rock in the road or on the sidewalk, there's a big rock. And and you walk up to it, bend over, pick up the rock and throw it into the grass. That's the story he told me. And he said, will that blind lady ever know that you moved that rock out of her path? No, but... Now in your heart and soul, you know that you're a good person. And it's like an ordinary moment like that, just completely, (laughs) I mean, look at me. Now I got a podcast and I'm talking about it years later. So it's like moments like that. And and, and, I mean, now they're going to hear it because they listen to the podcast. But my my dad doesn't know that that moment stuck out to me. And uh, I'm sure he's not even going to remember this moment. Maybe he will when he hears this, but that moment meant something to me. And Dad, I love you. Thank you. It it really stood out to me. And there is so many times where where you gave me great insight, great life lessons. And that could be where a lot of this entire podcast stems from, or like my my mindset and my views on life, because you were there to, to prov- provide these insights and and thoughts and um, great learning experiences. Cause you, you never were the kind that like made us feel shitty or bad about ourselves. You, you did, you, you talked us through it and you let us know things like this. And it, it was cool to be treated like an adult when we were that young. And, and that's how I want to treat my children. And same goes for Stephanie too. Like she's, I've never told her this story either until she hears this, but, um, Maybe she heard me yell the first time. I don't know, but um, but yeah, Dad did stop me and uh, tell me that, and it was such a cool lesson. Still, still speaks to me today. So um, yeah, it's just like knowing it. It's just such a special thing because I read a similar thing for the regular listeners. Thank you for your support. Um, if you've been following along with this journey, um, Katie got me my Bible and my first Bible ever. I was never religious at all. And, uh, and so I've been reading a lot out of the Bible and there's so much good in it. And it says similar things along the lines that my father said too. And, um, which is kind of ironic cause I do find a lot of lessons that my father told me growing up I find worded differently, but in the Bible and my, my dad, my family was not religious at all. So it's just kind of interesting, like what a good person he was in my family. And my mom was the same way. Um, she was a little more soft spoken, but same thing, like treated us respectfully like adults and used words to explain things and and didn't just like make us feel bad about ourselves or yell at us or something like that and they they were so good about explaining things but uh, in the bible it talks about um just 
that it's more important to pray in solitude or go into your room alone and speak to God or read the Bible in solitude without, um, you know, just, just in solitude by yourself, knowing that you're doing that willingly alone rather than being the person on the street corner reading from the Bible or, or preaching out loud to, to many people. I mean, it's one thing to spread the word and I get that, but it was cool to see this out of the Bible, actually, just that it means more. I mean, take this how you want, and I'm not trying to push views, but like supposedly in the eyes of God, it means more knowing that you're doing that in solitude out of the kindness of your heart, which is kind of like the old lady story and like the story with Stephanie that that I just shared. So I just wanted to share that too. I, I thought that was kind of cool and, and it correlated. So um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Again, I just realized we're totally off track again, but not totally, but um, I guess this does kind of all blend together. But just like, I just want to get the point across of getting back up again and, and working hard at, at what you're doing because you never know how things are going to play out. And, and I guess I can tie this last little bit in where you never know when somebody is going to do something like that for you and you'll never, you'll never know. And, uh, and a lot of times you could find success and maybe you wouldn't have found it without somebody making something happen for you like that. And, and it could have been something so small, like even you have a job interview and somebody does a kind act for you just enough to make you feel just confident enough to do just good enough in an interview to get the do- to get the job or something like that like there's so much unknown there's so much chaos there's so much going on in life where it's impossible to tell otherwise it's impossible to say no to like that cuz there's there's just so much going on so and that success could be right around the freaking corner. So don't give up. Just be relentless and fight for what you want and do the right thing. Be good and be good in solitude. Don't be the kind of person that needs to post about it. You know, feel good. Know know yourself and feel good about yourself just knowing that you did that. And whether or not God or the universe or somebody is watching or not, at least at the very least, you can feel good in your heart knowing that you're a good person and you don't need to share that with the world. You don't have to say, Hey world, look what I did for this person kind of thing. So, uh, that, that says something. So, um, but you never know something like that can happen for you and, and what your dreams and goals are could literally be right there, right on the verge of giving up. And I think when you feel like giving up, that's the time when you need to push the hardest. I think that's the wall. I think that's like, I think that's like that peak point, like the breaking point where like the major changing point where 
you hit a wall and it's like, okay, you can either turn back to the person you were and give up or you can break through that and forge a new path and get to where you want to be and be that person you want to be. And you just got to be, you got to be relentless. Don't, don't be afraid of taking risks. And I talked about that in, in the first, uh, episode of these, the first, uh, stupidly relentless episode about not being afraid to take risks because nothing can hurt you. Nothing can get you. It's all electrical pulses. So, um, you just can't, you can't be afraid to take those risks. It's, uh, you just never know guys. You, you never know. I mean, life is, is crazy. Anything can happen. Anything can change. And that can go in a tragic way too, but which is why it's so important to just say, I love you. You can't say, I love you too much. I, I say, I love you to my guy friends. And luckily I surround myself with, with people that are, I mean, I, I would say I'm a pretty good guy, but I surround myself with guys just like me that are amazing people. And, and I do, I tell them that I love them and, and give them hugs. And it's not, don't be afraid to hug another guy and don't be afraid to say, I love you because we're humans and we care about each other. If you have a close friend we, you obviously care about them and don't be afraid to tell them so because life is crazy. Like I said, it can be tragic and you never know when you're going to see them next or if you're going to see them next. Cause every time they get in a vehicle or every time they leave or you leave or whatever, you never know. That could be the last time you ever see them. And that's a terrible thing to know that you, you never told them that you love them because you obviously did if you spent that much time with them. So very important. Don't, don't get caught up in your head or society about like telling you that you can't say that. And same, same for, thing for the ladies too. But I think there's like a stereotype or s- some weird shit about guys specifically not socially being allowed to say, hey, buddy, I love you. I love you like a brother. And I think we need more of that. I think people need to not be ashamed to say that. I think people need to not be ashamed to to give their friend a hug because it's important. <laughs> We're, we are all humans. And honestly, maybe they need that. So... Okie dokie, guys. That is my rant. I kind of got a little. I mean, that was that was quite a winding road. So I I think that was a good a good well rounded episode. So winding road, just like life. That's uh, that was good. <laughs> so don't be afraid to go down the winding roads and and look around and just smell the fucking roses. <laughs> Just look around and enjoy life and appreciate people. And if you, if you care about somebody, tell them. And don't be afraid to hug people. And be fucking relentless. Hi, sweetheart. <laughs> I love you. You want to say hi? That mic's off. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm.
She just made me buttered noodles. Mm-hmm. You're the best. I love you. I love you. <laughs> but be, be fucking relentless, guys, because you never know. You could break through that wall today. You could turn this podcast off and get into work or get into wherever and just break through that plateau you've hit or break through that wall or finally solve that problem you've been trying to figure out. You, you never know. So success could be one block away. <laughs> just keep fucking digging, guys. Fight for it. Fight for it because you never know with life. Miracles happen every day and crazier things have happened. If you think something's impossible, I guarantee you crazier things have fucking happened in life. And sorry, I'm starting to swear a lot because uh, I'm getting passionate. But you never know, and crazy things happen every day. So just keep fighting that fight, guys. You, you never know. And literally, your success could be tomorrow. It could be fucking today, for all you know. So just keep chipping away. Fight that fight. Hang on a little bit longer, and just keep pushing, guys. You guys are all so strong. I love you all. Thank you for tuning into this week's bonus episode. If you like this episode, if it spoke to you, please share it. Share it around. That'd be awesome. I love seeing this podcast grow. And uh, my followers are just climbing away. So thank you, guys. I know you are sharing these episodes, so so I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, we got some more good episodes coming up, so stay tuned for those. And... Hang on for next week and rock on. Peace out, guys. Love you all. Keep fighting.